welcome back to That's Kind of Wavy. We're your hosts. I'm Shaysel. I'm Jill. <laughs> and I'm Nikki. <laughs> Off to so, a good start. how are y'all doing this week? I'm good. I got a cat this weekend. So you guys might hear him meowing now. I love him. Just warning. Yeah, he's cute. Have you changed his name yet? No, I think I'm going to keep it. His name is Finn. Okay, nice. Yeah. It does kind of fit him. Yeah. It's playful. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm brain dead because I went to the UK this past week and then got home yesterday and then I have a 12 page paper due tonight which I did I did start at the airport and on the plane which I said I was going to do and I'm proud of myself for actually holding myself to that but then my laptop died Good for and you. they didn't have outlets on the plane so then I worked on it some last night and now I'm busting my balls on it and I'm I got like 10 pages in there yeah. Damn, 12 page paper, like when you're jet lagged too, is just. Oh, yeah. Oof. I think I'm going to go get alcohol after this and be like, okay, <laughs> like each time I finish this section, I get to take a shot or something. I did that for my final paper for a certain class when I was in undergrad. Um, did it like what happened with the following paragraphs? Like, because I, I feel like I wouldn't be able to. I. Yeah. I think right. we've talked about this. I'm very good at writing. Like that's one thing where I'm like, no, I like I know I'm good at that. And the like academy thing I was in in high school, I like like you just had to bullshit to get through it. Okay. <laughs> like it was a lot of like over the top like analyzing stuff. And so literally we all like me and my academy friends like joke like our number one skill we learned was bullshitting. And so like right now I've written two whole pages on the methods of deterring geese from landing in a certain area, and I'm still going, baby. (laughs) That is truthfully such an underrated skill, because obviously I understand that schools aren't going to straight up teach you how to bullshit things, but if there's one thing that I've seen get people by unanimously, it's learning how to bullshit Mm -hmm. things. Well, like everyone I know that that knows how to like schmooze someone, which I'm not saying you're doing, but if they know how to do that or something, even people who like didn't do the readings or whatever, they just say like, oh, I just bullshit it. And I'm like, I can't bullshit things. Yeah. Well, that's what you guys have seen me do it when like you're talking about like, how do I respond to this annoying thing or something? I like can come up with an answer pretty quickly. Like, I don't know. I just like, like you said, I can schmooze. So that's basically what I'm hopefully my professor doesn't hear this that I'm I mean, if you're going to make me write 12 pages, I'm going to have to rant about something. There's no way that my entire thing is going to be like actual shit that needs to be in there. Like I wrote everything I need to write. So now I'm going to make you read about geese deterrence because you're making me write 12 pages. It's 12 to 15 pages, by the way. Unless it was some super, I mean, I understand that that I guess could be in depth and I just don't know about it. But I feel like if it was... I don't know, psychoanalyzing some huge experiment with a lot of information, then maybe that'd be different. Like if it was a CIA experiment or something, yeah. but your specific paper on geese is nope. like, it's about hard. <laughs> do they rest further than 117 feet from coyote decoys or closer because the coyote decoys are advertised to be effective up to one acre. So I converted that into 
a circle instead of like what you stereotypically think of a square. And then I found the radius, which was 117 feet. So then if they are more than 117 feet away, then the coyote decoy is effective for the purpose of this study. And if they're less than, it is ineffective. And then I had to run statistical tests on my data and I'm triggered. It right is statistically <laughs> sig- my data st- statistically significant that the coyote decoys are effective. So, shout out to Bird X. That's the brand that makes them. <laughs> Bird X. Yeah. This is a plug. Oh, they're sponsorship. <laughs> Anyways, how are you, Shaysel? Um, I'm doing well. I had a really good week last week, like spiritually, um, which, which was nice. Yeah. I did a lot of journaling, a lot of like tarot readings and stuff, which really helped me feel whole, which has been nice. Also a lot of crying, but like a lot of good crying. Good. And I know this is a cancer season, but like, yeah, it's just like everything I'm watching right now is making me cry, but it's just like, yes, I feel like a teenager in the way that I'm just feeling everything to the fullest right now. So I'm living. Nice. Yay. Oh, yeah. That. It's a good summer vibe. Right? No bad vibes, um, just okay. crying. Well, yeah, <laughs> for real. <laughs> um, well, on to actual bad vibes. <laughs> We're going to be talking about cults today. And not just Yo. not just talking about them, but ranking them in a tier list. <laughs> Hell Yeah. Which also disclaimer, we're not making light of the tragedies that have ensued as a result of these cults. Um, mass suicides aren't funny, but for the purpose of this episode, we got to make light <laughs> of the situation. Yeah. For the purpose yeah. of this so, episode, yeah. they are funny. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> so it sound like you're gonna say. <laughs> Try to like dissociate from the bad. Yeah, life. no, it's well, one of those things where it's just like the really bad. How do you deal with that other than joking about it to an extent? Yeah. Right. Okay. Exactly. So, Shaysel, are you going to introduce each of the cults? And then... Actually, yeah, I guess we should... Yeah, I guess we can, we can, we can list them out and then get into them. Okay. Right? Oh, and the way yeah. that we're really going to be ranking them is likelihood of us joining said cult of them getting us to join so i guess if one of us is like i would absolutely not join that one of us is like hell yeah we would like split the difference and give it a c yeah okay okay yeah good idea okay so the cults we'll be discussing are heaven's gate jonestown children of god now known as the family international the manson family branch davidians buddha field cult solar temple and then oh and aum shin rokio don't know how to pronounce that and the other ones aren't officially cults but for the purpose of this we can consider them that so that includes laughter clubs which i'll explain what that is later disney adults (laughs) scientologists the vlog squad and good old flat earthers yeah shout out to them making a comeback yeah. <laughs> okay, so we'll start off with Children of God, now known as the Family International, which Nikki has somewhat of a relationship to. Yo. Um, yeah, my when I was 17, I dated this guy. And when I broke up with him, he told me he was actually raised 
and the children of God, which explained a lot because there was like a ton of shit that I was like, like he, he had said he moved from Poland and then Hungary and then to the U.S. And I was like, that's crazy. And he said he was raised really religious which is an understatement and like there was random shit like he said his parents never let him have a christmas tree and being 17 i was like what the hell like i was like why can't you have a christmas i like literally didn't get it like we like almost fought about like why can't you have a christmas tree what the hell like you know and so then when he told me that i was like oh that you know it's all adding up and like is i mean it it was sad like his you know he and his siblings had lasting trauma i mean you can only imagine from that and that was another thing like he didn't talk about i don't know why they had issues and stuff and then hearing that i was like okay yeah that you know that's really justified so yeah i mean so should i explain it then um if you you want want then i can you you explain it for the uniformity okay okay um so to learn of god was founded in Huntington Beach, California in 1968. Its leader was David Berg, who called himself King, the last end-time prophet, Moses and David. Um, Their general message was of salvation, apocalypticism, spiritual revolution and happiness, and one of the very traumatic things among many other um, aspects of cults and particularly with this one was that they use sex to show god's love and mercy and they called it flirty fishing which i haven't looked into that it's it had its own wikipedia page for that so i don't know if that's just like a general category of things <laughs> related to that that happens in cults or anything or if it was like particular to this cult but yeah i know that that led to obviously sexual abuse and also in children and actually this is i mean people might know more about this now because it randomly shows up on snapchat articles sometimes but joaquin phoenix's family was once involved but they were able to escape yeah i think oh and also the leader the leader died in 1994 and the wife took his place and i i i didn't see anything specifically about it still being active or no it's definitely still active because the it mentioned that the the current name is the family international and it had multiple names along the way yeah yeah so it used to like i don't know where it's active though because like they keep changing names because people like are like catching on that yeah you mm. i don't know okay so rank my rank my likelihood of joining personal things aside is an f because of how free love i am if somebody like if i like hooked up with a rando and then they're like now you have God's love. I'd be like, ew, what the fuck? I'd be like, no. Get the we're just, like, ew, we're just having fun. I don't want to hear about God right now. Like, yeah, so, for real, ew. <laughs> I definitely would be an F because you would think, I feel like you would think that this is one I would get into because I'm like free love, but sex and sex and religion should not be intertwined in my opinion. And so. Right. Yeah, I definitely think I would also be like, I give an it an F, F as well. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like it's also like beef up your claims. I mean, I dude. guess right, right. And I guess I, maybe if I learned more about it, it'd be different. But 
I mean, not that I'd want to join this cult, but um, for the purpose of this, yeah. maybe it'd be different. But honestly, its message sounds pretty bland, especially compared to other ones that get a little more specific. Like, have some flavor. Yeah. Yeah. This is just right. Christianity with sex. Exactly. Yeah, basically. <laughs> and sexual abuse. Yeah. Well, that's already, that's yeah. Catholicism. Oh, yeah. True. Yikes. <laughs> I debated adding that in here. But... Oh, man. Wow. <laughs> yeah, that's didn't do that <laughs> rampant <laughs> all right okay so we give it an f yeah when <laughs> boo all right yeah next one okay so we'll move on to our next one which is heaven's gate i actually wrote a paper on this for my um pseudoscience my anthropology of pseudoscience class my last semester at school naturally like most things i don't remember most of the details which is unfortunate but i did learn a lot about it um, some of the general information about it, though, uh, is that it was led by Marshall Applewhite and Bonnie Nettles. Technically, those are the Marshall whitest Applewhite. names I've ever heard in my life. I, dude, <laughs> I know. I know. I know. Like they sound like fake names. Those are actually their names. That's like those are Bonnie um, Nettles. Yeah, those are like I don't know characters in a fairy tale story. That's like no, seriously, McDonald's neighbors. So technically, Applewhite, it's. They both started this cult together and they were partners, but it seems like Apple White was the origin because this, every book that I've read about it always starts with his backstory and then Bonnie Nettles comes into his life. Like she was a nurse somewhere that he was. I think I could be wrong. I could be misremembering, but I think he was in the hospital for some sort of like psychiatric thing. And that's when he met this nurse who had recently gone through a divorce and they started, it wasn't a cult originally, but it was just like this little movements little new age movement um which was a mix of christian mil- millenarianism new age which i think is just like the millennium coming um new age and ufology um and their whole thing was that followers could transform themselves into extra in, into immortal extraterrestrial beings by rejecting their human nature and they would ascend to heaven eventually, which would, they would refer to as the next level. There were there was like a whole series of steps they had to take to like take away their humanness. I think in one of the books that I read, it even talked about how they they could only eat certain things and they could only eat certain times a day or like sometimes not at all to just reject all of their human needs. I'm pretty sure they couldn't have sex or anything. Um, anything that was in a way almost like based on Christianity sinful now that I'm thinking about it, but they wouldn't phrase it in that way um naughty also when when yeah when bonnie nettles eventually died in 1985 i don't remember why but when she died they changed their beliefs basically because it it wouldn't make sense anymore because technically based on their original beliefs they were supposed to ascend to heaven or the next level like their bodies were but clearly her body didn't because that doesn't happen um (laughs) so they changed their beliefs to make it make sense and instead they then believed that their souls ascended not their bodies and their bodies were just merely vessels to get them there i'm surprised that wasn't from the beginning if they're like rejecting their bodily form why would you keep it to the next level Right, right. I don't know. But when they did change their beliefs, they then started to believe that they would come into like an extraterrestrial body that was more powerful and whatever. And I and naturally like this belief when they eventually led it led to their mass suicide in 1997 and i'm sure that this made it that much easier to get them to believe that because they thought, oh, it's just our earthly bodies. We're gonna keep living, but yeah. nope, as far as we know. This this sounds so, like it's and, Jill's cult. 
This is this one. This one was good, Joe. <laughs> I was gonna say like they had me in the first half and then they brought me back around for the second half. <laughs> no, no, seriously. Like when I obviously like it's still cold, so I'm like it's not cool. But when I first started reading about it. It, it, it's still interesting like he would even they would even talk about astrology and stuff just general new age things which were very popular at the time as people were re- I, I remember reading that people were rejecting more of like christianity and organized organized religion and trying to find more of like individual spirituality which i would say is what's happening now but hopefully more informed at least in my experience <laughs> with people i know so in march 26 1997 39 active members died in a mass suicide, which coincided with the approach of the comet Haley Bop. And yeah, it was, it was like a beep boop. <laughs> it was a whole thing. It's and a bop. I, there are pictures of it online. It, it like people they were they were dressed in these like purple robes that were supposed to signify royalty, and they all had on like Nike something shoes that were really nice because they wanted to leave Earth like in sweat. Oh my basically. God. <laughs> <laughs> wow, wow. Flex. Yeah. And this was when this happened, it was I think it was like around the time that the internet was becoming more popular. So there is still a website that you can find their information on this and where they detail like the ascension levels and all that stuff. Hmm. It's interesting. And there were VHS tapes that Apple White would make explaining all these things. It's like super thorough. I feel like it's like slightly more realistic Scientology. Like, if it's tying into, like, astrology and, like, literally, like, this universe as opposed to, like, the, like, lizard in the sky shit, then it's, (laughs) like, I I would honestly give this a C. I would give this an S. An S. (laughs) You would would get... I feel like I would give it an A. Yeah. I think... Well, I'd bump mine up to a B because if you guys got into it, it would totally, it wouldn't be like, I wouldn't just be like, okay, me too. But it would make me be like, well, maybe then. Maybe. <laughs> be, so it's an A. An A average. A average. Okay. Because I'm like, oh, wow. I would fuck with that more than with like, I don't know, normal religion. Right. Like, I still wouldn't like, obviously. Obviously with any of these, I still wouldn't join them. But based if we had to choose from this list, obviously I wouldn't want to partake in this mass suicide. But of the beliefs, I think that's the one that's most synonymous with the beliefs that I currently have. Obviously, not I'm not like that, but yeah. just you know, space shit, I'm all for. Yeah, I'll know about this whole ascension thing. I feel like if we could change it, and like if we all died, but then someone revived us, that would be a cult I'd want to be a part of. If we all got to like experience dying but then like coming back that's like definitely a True. criminal minds episode it literally is they like join a cult <laughs> for yeah, a cult. Yeah, right. they all do that <laughs> well no they join a cult and to join the cult you have to like let the leader drown you and then resuscitate you so you oh. experience death oh, and then like the wait, leader that's... keeps like fucking up every once in a while so there's like a bunch of like random like mysterious drowning so obviously the team's like Let's go check this out because this is not normal because it's like they weren't like by a big body of water either. So they're like, how is everybody drowning? And yeah, it turned out it was like they lived on like a commune and like he was like, you get to experience death. And then like they'd actually die and he'd be like, well, they weren't true believers. Sorry. They didn't. That's why they didn't come back to life. <laughs> oh, my God. So Jill, that's you. <laughs> uh, wow. 
Add that one to the list. Yeah. <laughs> Criminal Aster. Mind. Yeah. Criminal Mind's <laughs> cult episode with drowning. <laughs> that one's an S tier. Okay, this is slight um like slightly tan off tangent thing. No, not tangential. Whatever. Tan- tangential. Tangential thought. It's about criminal minds. Was there also an episode where I know this is a different this would have been a different one, but I, I vaguely remember one where teens were like choking themselves as like a yeah. dare or something <laughs> and <laughs> some would die. Yeah, yeah. So that was a Which I know was a real was thing. an internet trend. I know. I remember like an, people used to do that. Yeah. Well, in so in that episode, it was like an internet trend and you like would like hang yourself basically for as long as you could. Oh. Then these dumb bit be- but it was like set up by a person who actually wanted people to die. And but they like posed as a teen. And oh, so yeah. then like these dumb hoes were actually hanging themselves. Not that in this situation oh. they're dumb like thinking that it was just a cool trend because like that is not just yeah. a cool trend. That's serious. Yeah. So <laughs> um yeah. So that was like that thing, and they obviously had to have Penelope hack the the source, the mainframe. Yeah. I was reminded of that recently because the show I'm watching, Dave, like the little Dicky show, which I'm obsessed with. I'm all caught up. I love it so much. And in the last episode, he was talking about just like things him and his friends would do when they were little, and naturally, it's all stupid boy shit. But one of the things he mentioned was that they would like choke each other for fun or something. And I remembered that episode. Oh my god, did you guys ever do the this guy things? Did you guys ever do the salt and ice thing? No. If you put that's a thing that like me and my friends would fucking do and we would it was like a challenge and you literally like, it burns you burn yeah so you put salt on your body and then you hold ice onto it and it burns your skin and so we would have competitions of like who could hold the ice longest and then it'd be like oh you barely put any salt down i put and so like we would get like <laughs> huge like quarter size burns on our arms because like that's where we would like do it and our parents were like what the fuck are you guys doing we're like oh it's like salt and we were like oh yeah it's cool it's science and they're like kids are so dumb. like i'm not calling you dumb it's just like kids in general that I know. they do well, <laughs> also that was like in middle school like we were like 12 <laughs> i do remember people doing that yeah, I do. I, I do vaguely remember. I I never tried it because I was too scared. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's when I was like friends with the cool kids. So obviously, as cool kids, we had to do dangerous shit. Naturally. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. Okay, so, um, we can move on to Jonestown, which I, I would I would argue this is probably like the best known one. I don't know how true that is, but it was so big. That I feel like most people around the world would know what this one is, as opposed to smaller ones. I would say like so that one and Manson. Listening. Yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. Um, so Jonestown, for those who don't know, that's where the whole drinking the Kool-Aid thing came from. Because when there was a mass suicide at the end of this whole thing, um, it was tech- it wasn't actually Kool-Aid I've read, but just like the general idea of some flavored drink mixed with cyanide. So Jonestown, there's just like most cults, there's so much behind this. And with Jonestown, especially, I I used to love learning about this one when I was in high school. So I, there there's just so many details about this one that I can't get into. But some general facts about it are that it, it is that it originated in Indiana with Jim Jones, who was a pastor. They left Indiana when they were being like judged basically for their weird ass beliefs. <laughs> 
which I honestly, I don't even know that much about their specific specific beliefs because I just, I've learned more about how they acted as a cult when they were in Guyana. But I, um, I think it was mostly just like he was like a prophet. Like, I think it was pretty similar yeah. to Christianity. Um, it just kind of was like extreme and believed that he like spoke to God. Yeah, I think, I think you're right. But what's weird that I, I, I didn't remember until I reread a little bit about it today was that it's something that he said about it, about the cult is that it was those who remain drugged with the opiate of religion had to be brought to enlightenment socialism. So it was actually, it really revolved around socialism Hmm. and, but obviously like a, an adulterated fucked up version of it. So like when they moved, when they had this community in Guyana, it was supposed to be this utopian socialist place where like everyone worked for each other and like, the whole community would make food for each other like that whole kumbaya shit that seemed like a legit thing until some people started noticing that he was definitely he was getting a little crazy he used to, he was on so many drugs all the time like it was like speed and i just can't i can't remember the other ones but like painkillers just like everything he was constantly fucked up which naturally must have led to some of the delusion that he had going yeah. on aside from him just being shitty um so eventually I think I think what happened was that U.S. officials were becoming a little sus about what was happening there, which also there was I haven't read much about this, but there was like a lot of political involvement with this one, like not even just rejecting it and being like, what's going on with this? There was political involvement in the sense that he would talk to senators and he was like a known public figure that wasn't necessarily always seen as this like monster, I think, and just like a crazy cult leader. Mm. I don't even know. I, I think the reason why they moved to Guyana was because after Indiana, they, they moved to San Francisco. I think it became bigger there. And I think once they, what they wanted to do was no longer acceptable in the U.S., maybe with like how big they wanted their community community to be and they didn't want to follow whatever laws were in place, maybe. So then they moved to Guyana. And I don't know how long they were there before this happened, but it all ended when on November 18th, 1978, there was a mass suicide. I think it was... I didn't write it down, but I'm pretty sure it was like 700 or more people. And I, I could be wrong, but for some reason I feel like there weren't any survivors. And if there were, it was a couple because yeah, it was, it was huge. And 304 of them were children. There were some people that wanted to leave. Like there were some defectors and because they realized like what's, what was happening and how fucked up it was. Because I think the reason why he called for that mass suicide was because he, he was just getting like crazier and I think he realized that people were like, what's going on. He saw that it was going sour with whatever U S political leader came to visit. So he was like, fuck it. And naturally he couldn't go down by himself. So he wanted the entire cult to go down with him. Most of them died by cyanide poisoning. Some were shot by guards that were told to shoot people who were trying to leave. Um, and he didn't even die by cyanide poisoning. I think he shot himself or I think I can't tell if someone else shot him or if he shot himself, but I know that he died in that way, not the cyanide poisoning, which people have argued was also cowardly because cyanide poisoning, I'm assuming, is much more painful than that and less quick. Yeah. So, yeah, that one, that one was intense. Yeah. They're all intense, but this one was yeah. like, whew. Yeah. I would give it. I would give. I feel like I would give it like a D. Because it got, it's got me a little bit with the, like, reject organized religion and accept socialism. 
Right. I think. Yeah. Maybe a C. I know I'm, I'm in between those two as well, because I, I really feel like even at that time, I truly don't think that I would fall into this. Like, I, I, I don't think that's just like me wanting to believe that. I think that sincerely I wouldn't. But in terms of its beliefs, like, I guess like, eh, which is making me teeter between C and D. Yeah, exactly. All right, Joe. Yeah. Our- what do you think, Joe? I feel like I would rank this a D because I just don't think I could see myself like blindly following a man. I don't know. Okay, fair. I agree. And look, tell a whole ass other country and like bring your yeah. whole family. Yeah, I give it a D. <laughs> it's at least it's got the spice that we're looking for. Yeah. yeah. He put some thought in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all right. He definitely went all out. Jonestown is a D. Okay. I think we can... Maybe our next one should be a slightly lighter one, maybe, to spice it up a little bit in the mix. Yeah. So we can talk about Disney adults. (laughs) Oh, man. Um, So not much info on this. Everyone (laughs) knows a Disney adult. Yeah. Those bitches and sororities that like go on, go to Disney every they single trip. At Nikki Disney. and I know a good amount. Yeah. yeah like they the want to work at Disney. They probably yeah. do work at Disney. They yeah. post about it literally every day all the time when they just are literally like the photographer at Disney. No, to me, I was going to say. Like, the best job on earth. <laughs> no, to me, I was going to say what makes them Disney adults is that they don't work at Disney. Because if you work at Disney, then you're just talking about then you're just talking about your job and like to an extent True. it can be annoying because it's like nobody wants to hear about anybody's job consistently but like you you you're valid in talking about like I talk about my zoo shit all the time when I work at a zoo so like it's like still annoying but what makes you a Disney adult is that you're not even good enough to work at Disney no I feel like becoming a Disney worker is the utmost tier of being in the Disney adult cult because what better cult is there than literally your job and like everyone you work with and the people True. that work there like uh, insane and like the Disney managers and shit are insane. Also, okay, they too. like want you to adhere to all these strict rules and shit and they like, you, like really only hang out shit. with other Disney workers. Yeah. yeah. Do you know some of the rules, Jill? Because I don't know about I can imagine what they would be like, but I don't know any of them. So there was this one guy on YouTube like a long ass time ago. He made like little like drawing like story vids i think his name was swoozy and he he was like it was like confessions of an ex-disney employee and he would just talk about he was he was black and he was like probably one of the only black workers there and he worked at hollywood studios and he said that like all the managers hated him so much (laughs) and like even the one black manager he said hated him the most so he's like i just like i wanted to quit but like for some reason he just didn't want to actually like quit so he was like i was gonna like try to make them fire me so he did all this shit and like they really never they never even like actually fired him even though he did all this like terrible shit but they just tried to make it even worse for him by like nice keeping him there <laughs> nice so a cult. But, uh, he went he went into a lot more detail about the specific things that they did he made a couple videos i for disney adults of everything on here, I would give it a B. Because I do like Disney. I feel like I like Disney a healthy amount. Like, I like it as, like, nostalgia. When a new one comes out, I'm like, oh, I want to see that. 
I'll either go with some child or I'll wait till I can watch it for free. I'm not going to go to the theater. Well, that's also, we know how I feel about movie theaters, but so I feel like I like it a healthy amount, but of all these things, I'd be inclined to like get sucked into it. I feel like I could also say that if I had enough money to go a lot more than I would because yeah. it sucks when you go there the one time and like okay, all the dope. fucking lines are so long. Yeah, and it is. Yeah, dope. but it's because it's, it's cool. Yeah, it's I'm nice like, I want to go on the ride. Yeah, and I want to meet the princesses and you like. Yeah. So, and it's, it's a specific vibe. And I think, I think for me, it's like, I like, it's weird when people take it to the extreme because it's like, okay, at the end of the day, like you're an adult, but I think of also of all of these things, it's like the most like lighthearted of all the yeah. shit. Like, it's like, okay, at least like, I know like, feel good instead of like it's embracing their inner like, kid. If, yeah. If you kill yourself, you'll still be fine. So let's kill ourselves. It's like, let's just feed this capitalistic <laughs> mouse and like, you know what? We're living that anyways. <laughs> this capitalistic mouse. Okay. Before we can, I, I'll give my rating in a second, but I also wanted to add that, I mean, there's Curtis Connor, like the YouTuber that I've mentioned that I like a lot. He has a video on Disney adults. I haven't watched it in a while, but in it, he like, he watches these, watches these videos of people that like want to live in this area of Disney. Yeah, I don't no, know if no, it's no. in this town, it's but called, I, I, something village. There's celebration, Florida. There's a different thing too. I think that's where the I think that's where there's like houses with like a bunch of like Mickey things inside of them. I think I don't know the name of that place, but there's also Celebration Florida, which is like a whole Disney town. They have to follow like certain rules and all that stuff to live in that town. It's like super like fucking weird. Yeah, basically. It sounds like a, like a commune. Um, so that is literally the cult. I yeah. would give it. I'm expecting an F from you. I would give it, I would give it a D, but because of Marvel, I'm considering C because like to me, the, there are, I, I, I still would enjoy going to the parks, but for some reason there's this part of me that's just like, not even, I mean, also from the capitalistic perspective, but aside from that, there's this part of me that's just like Disney things make me so uncomfortable. If they didn't own Marvel now, I'd, I'd probably wouldn't consume anything related to disney but marvel is like my life so i i give it a c i was gonna say too like the other disney adults ruin it like i'd be more inclined i it would be like an s for me if it was like everybody was like like me and my family where we're like into disney but it's like a healthy amount i'd be like hell yeah yeah i'll go hang out with people who like it but it's like they ruin it they go fucking crazy so i'm like that would literally turn me off because they don't know how to like be sly about it they wouldn't be able to like trick me into submission so that's why it's a b right but right so it it is sad that you don't see more of an in-between thing i know i'm like i like disney and like it's like a feel good like if i'm like feeling shitty or sick or something i watch like disney movies and i have like a disney songs playlist and i'm like in the mood for like childhood memes i'm like so i like disney but Disney adults literally like I don't like admitting I like Disney because Disney adults like make it so cringe I'm like I should be able to like reminisce about shit from my childhood without like feeling weird about it you know yeah period (laughs) okay so what's our so if you're a C and then we're two B's is that a B average yeah B minus C plus (laughs) We don't do those at this school. We don't do those at the school. <laughs> yep. 
So it's a B. <laughs> All right. Um, okay. So back to some darker shit. <laughs> <laughs> we can wait. Do you guys hear that baby right now? Yeah. No. Oh, right. wait. Now I, I heard it for it. like a second. I don't know where it's coming from. Ew. Okay. Sorry. Chucky's going to come out of your closet. <laughs> it sounds like it's outside, but also too close to be outside. Okay. Anyways. So our next cult will be, again, don't know how to pronounce it like usual, but it's Aum Shinrikyo, which was a doomsday cult in Japan. The name stands for Supreme Truth. I'm sure that you guys, I when I first saw this name, I thought I didn't know about it. But if you guys, like in any cult documentary, they've, they typically mention it at least once. It's the cult that had um, a subway attack in Japan in the 90s. I don't know what. It's, they call this Tokyo subway sarin attack. I don't know if sarin is the substance. I just know that it's hydrogen cyanide and it killed. I don't I, I don't know how many people it killed, but it killed a lot of innocent people. That it sounds just familiar. like a mass suicide. Yeah, it killed a lot of innocent people that would that were just on the subway doing whatever. So it was a spiritual group in the 1980s. And much like the other ones, it was a doomsday cult. It's, it's fucking crazy to think about how many people are afraid of this whole apocalyptic end times thing like all of these are somehow rooted in that and yeah. i know that it was because it was before the millennium and all of this is somehow somehow related to that but also like bruh come on <laughs> yeah <laughs> anyways so they were convinced that the world was going to collapse into world war three and that only the members would survive um the leader was shoko As- asahara who declared himself to be both christ and the first enlightened one since buddha he claimed to have taken the sins of the world upon himself. Wow, what a martyr. And would transfer that spiritual po- that spiritual power that he gained from that to his followers. Apparently, the primary demographic was elite university students in Japan. So I'm assuming the typical age range must have been younger. And also, it's still like, obviously, it's not active in that way, but it does still exist. They changed their name to Aleph and... So it originally went underground right after and they renamed itself and it's still it's still a thing and it's still legal in Japan but they're they're really they're like under surveillance and they're categorized under a dangerous religion like just in case basically. I think the leader I was going to say they was, are definitely I, a terrorist group. Right. No, right. I think the leader was executed and other people were either sent like other people that they found were either sentenced to jail for like life. And I think a couple got away. I, th- I think for the most part, most of them that were involved in this were sent to jail. And I think there was even a group that was advocating for people who didn't partake in the terrorist attack because I'm, you know, like not all of them did that. So I don't think everyone went to jail, but I think everyone that brought these like cyanide bomb things went to jail, rightfully so. Yeah. So- cyanide bomb things. <laughs> so how would we rank this, ladies? Well, so what is is the belief um, just so you give him your sins and he'll help you move on when World War Three comes? Yeah, kind of. I like, would say I would give again, like like with most of these, I'm sure there's I'm sure there's more, more details that I don't know yeah. about, but at least like I don't know. I feel like it, I feel like if the details were that interesting, then it would at least be included in the the very broad description of its beliefs and it wasn't it really was just the whole thing about like him taking on their sins and that 
he was like a mix of like Christ and Buddha. It's pretty stale to me, honestly. I I was going to say, I would give it an F because I'd be like, okay, if I want somebody to take on my sins, I'll just join Christianity. Like, why why am I going to join this other thing that's less funded and I have to like do poisonous bombs? Right. Too much effort. I feel like I would give it a D just because I do also have a lot of anxiety about the world ending. So that aspect, I'd be like, okay, maybe if this guy knows something I don't, maybe he will save me. It's like I understand that because especially recently I've been nervous about that from – but for me exclusively from a climate change perspective, which I'm assuming – is the case for you too which these people i'm sure they just all believed it was some like spiritual thing but at the same time i'm like well there were other ones literally around that exact same time period there were other ones that you could have signed up for or whatever to prepare you for doomsday but at the same time maybe they weren't necessarily in japan so that was like their true. their outlet their access to that true yeah yeah so what Shay saw was average yours? score. Oh, well, mine was F. F. Yeah, she did. Average score is F. F. Yeah. F that. <laughs> um. Let's let's come back to our our little old flat earthers here, <sighs> our friends, our, our buddies. Babies. Um. I mean, I guess do it. Do a quick overview. I was ready to just jump into rankings because I was like, I know the shit, but I guess we should still give an overview. Um, they think the so, earth is flat. <laughs> yeah, that, yeah, that's basically it. They do try a little bit to make it a little bit scientific. Naturally not succeeding, but they try. Yeah, they'll <laughs> they'll run experiments to be like the Let's watch this fail. Yeah. Well, it's like something about like the velocity or s- of some shit. If the earth was round and spinning, it should be moving this much. But since it's flat, it won't be moving. And like it was moving the amount <laughs> that the earth is round and spinning. So I would give it an You're F. Like, oh, something's wrong. Yeah. I would give it an F because <laughs> although they are trying to do like scientific tests and stuff, all the scientific tests are failing. So I would see that and be like, okay, yeah, we're wrong. Like, you guys are wrong. The earth is round and we just proved it. <laughs> what do you think, Joe? I, I agree. I would pick F because I just don't. I just don't. I I would also give it an F because, one, clearly don't believe it, which, I mean, you know, same thing for, like, all of these things. But at least the other ones have some sort of, like, sort of, like, spiritual thing behind it, yeah. which in itself in itself could make it more believable because the whole that's the whole thing with like spirituality and religion and whatever is that it makes up for what science can't give us or whatever the fuck. But for this, it's like, this is just like choosing to be stupid. And like, I don't like that. <laughs> yeah. It's so like, I give it enough. Yeah, <laughs> I guess yeah. like, yeah, that's why everything else is like you said, like beliefs and like, we don't know what happens after death. And so, well, some people think we do but in general we don't know and so that's why people fall into these things is because it's beliefs but this is like you how are you like i how do you believe something that's scientifically incorrect like literally the the receipts are right there you printed the receipts yourself that you're wrong (laughs) (laughs) 
No, for real. Like now the more I think about it, the I mean, I know that we already discussed this in our episode on it, but I'm thinking about it all over again from this perspective. And it's like, what are you even what are you even standing for? Like, <laughs> no, what, is this like, the hell you're choosing to like, die when on? When you find out, when they find out it's flat, like, what happens? Yeah, I just like, don't see what. Just what told it you proves. so. Literally, for what? <laughs> no, <laughs> seriously. For what? Like, the, only I, the only thing I can think of is just that it goes back to them being able to see C is like they're lying to us. Yeah. But that's just like any kind of conspiracy theory so well yeah you choose a better one i think (laughs) it's like important to note that flat earthers flat being a flat earther is not a standalone like there's no way you're a flat earther but then are like normal about every other opinion like being a flat earther means you like believe (laughs) yeah that we're being lied to by the government so then you fall under like at least one other conspiracy theory i can't remember the term for this in statistics but there's something that's like it's called like a modifier or something of the sort and that's like one of those things that it's like if you are that that is no matter what gonna affect every other one of your beliefs like no matter what there's no way that you for example you could never be a flat earther and be a bernie sanders supporter like that does not exist (laughs) at all yeah no totally yeah yeah okay so unanimously came first yeah yeah what came first, flat earthing or the other conspiracy you believe in? <laughs> what other one? I'm just saying, like, to anybody who is oh, a flat earther. in general. It's <laughs> no, an true, open-ended though. question. True. Right, right no, into know, us. Exactly. Tell, because your answer. You can, <laughs> you can believe in conspiracy theories like we do with some, but not believe in that. But you can't be a flat earther and not believe in other conspiracy theories. Yeah, There's exactly. n- absolutely zero way. Exactly. All right, should we do one more? Let's do Let's do two more. So like one more real one. Okay. And then and then vlog squad. <laughs> yeah, we should definitely include. Yeah. So okay, we can choose the the other ones that I wrote about, which I know that you would know more about Nikki cuz you watched Waco, right? Mhm. I didn't watch it and I still want to eventually, but, um, so the branch Davidians is one that I kind of wrote about. I didn't write that much because I know that you know more about it okay. and there's Manson family and like Scientologists. I'm thinking like maybe like Manson family and branch Davidians are probably the better options. Yeah. Um, the Waco is like actually really, really similar to Jonestown, honestly. Like it's very much like he, they lived in a commune and they believed that I can't even remember his name was like, uh, like he wasn't God, but he was like a Benjamin descendant. Rose. He was a God, the prophet. Sorry, oh wait, yeah, there's prophet. Thank you. Uh, okay, yeah, so we don't have to do that one then. There's it's just there's it's another like one I wrote about same, too. Then it's like same vibes of like there was one yeah, guy you're right. that like they kind of branched away from Christianity, but it's oh God, the ice cream truck. <laughs> Oh, I hear it. (laughs) (laughs) So the other one that I wrote about was Solar Temple, which is one that they always like at least include a clip of. It is a little different, but I think the Manson family is more different. So I think maybe the Manson family is the one that we should do. Okay. I'm good with that. I didn't write about that one. Obviously, I know about it, but like I don't remember any of the I don't know how that came about. Can't remember. Um, I can't really remember. Um I mean I know, so I know. Charles Manson was a leader, obviously. He was very much like it's 
it's very much like counterculture. It was like founded in that of like yeah. being against like celebrities and rich people and just society in general. And they lived um they lived like on an old movie ranch, basically. The guy who owned it like let them live there. And they were like basically like extremist hippies of like it was they treated it like a commune, but then they like committed crimes they didn't just like keep to themselves so one of it was the like the well-known murder of Sharon Tate and people she lived with that was in Roman Polanski's house and it wasn't even targeted at her it was targeted at the, the address because Charles Manson actually knew the old owner of that house and so he was just like just go kill whoever lives there now as like a statement but then he said like make it witchy so they added all this like so people think that like the Charles Manson or yeah, the family was like uh like Satan worshippers. Yeah, Satan worshippers yeah. and stuff, but they weren't. They just did that to like add like flair basically and to scare people. But so basically they were just like a counter- counterculture cult and then they just like literally kept like committing crimes and got caught by the police. And that's how it ended. Yeah. They would, like, break into people's houses. Yeah. And tie them up and shit. Yeah, they were, like, they were very violent. So. Manson, like, brainwashed them, though, basically. It was, like, it was mainly, like, women that he would. He would sleep with them and, like, you know, romance them. Yeah, Yeah, there's, like, certain women that committed crimes with Manson. Like, some of the people who did the actual murders they didn't like get off but they got shortened sentences because like like they very reasonably like were not in the right state of mind like basically they were like i was yeah. brainwashed to do it and that held up in court because of yeah because like dream, manson was. manson like didn't really also commit the crimes yeah he didn't he just, commit like, any of them. right it. yeah so yeah so they still like the people who committed the murder still like went to prison but they like again i think it was like this shortest sec- sentence they could get because the judge was like yeah you guys like basically it's like an insanity plea to an extent so yeah 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 um but yeah so basically does anyone like, know if he was go ahead was he hot no oh he's like in his time no yeah so because i know in his picture he looks gross but in his time yeah i can't tell i'm he no he i mean he never looked really better than what he looks like in those black and white photos that's what he looked like he had the really long beard and a uh, long hair and then yeah, he got yeah. the upside down or no he but got like the, the swastika kind of tattooed <laughs> oh well that's not so yeah that's not attractive um yeah, but prior swastika tattoo, my like, because then that's a complete F that I would not fall into that. But prior that, I feel like I would give it. Okay, I can actually see myself giving it a C because it was very heavily women and it was like socialist, eat the rich, counterculture in a big, like at the height of counterculture. That's why I'm like, I could give it a C. But then the second that some crimes started happening, like they like went off and were like killing people and shit, I would be like, eh, no, F. 
Right. So I feel like it depends on yeah. what era we're discussing for my ranking. Yeah. I feel like I would also probably go with a C because I don't know. Like I, I agree with like it being women and I feel like maybe if he had like tricked us, then I feel like if we were in a situation where it was just the women, I feel like we could like find a way to get back at him and escape mm-hmm. because it was like a pretty small like cult yeah, relative to yeah. these other ones. Yeah. Yeah. So I feel like it would be easier to like escape with a smaller group of people sometimes because like, I don't know, it's easier to break the brainwashing shit when you only have a few people to, con- to like reconvince otherwise. Yeah. But at the same time, like, he is not cute. Yeah. And, like, I don't know. I'm like, why would I listen to what he says? <laughs> right. Well, so I- that's what in in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, um, which I watched two nights ago, Leo, like, or no, no, it's, uh, what's the other one? About? Brad, Brad, Pitt. Brad Pitt. It's, like, one of the chicks, like, meets him and she's really cute and fun. Yeah. One of the chicks meets him and yeah. he's like, she's like cute and fun. She brings him back to the ranch to like meet people. But he's like, this is like fucking weird. But I feel like like if I were like on the beach and met one of these girls and got to know them really well and like became good friends with them. And then I went back and met everybody else like that would be more like Charles Manson would not get me in there. But like the cute hippie chicks, maybe. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. <laughs> like, I don't think it'd be him. I think it'd be just that group of people possibly yeah i it's weird because like obviously all those other ones have some sort of religious undertone and theirs doesn't it really it's weird that it, i mean it, it might and i just don't know about it but it's weird that it is basically just like a counterculture cult which makes me like it more i would say like our rankings at least mine will be based on the era clearly before the Tosca tattoo and definitely also before the murder is just like the beginning of it. I want to say I would give it a B if he looked cleaner, literally what makes me feel more disgusted. Like I'm, I am disgusted is the thing that's making me make it lower because even thinking about this living situation, the only thing that deters me from counterculture is dirtiness. So I'm like, he looks so grimy that I'd have to give it a C. Also, to be fair, though, this is like the late 60s where like literally everybody looked like that. So. No, I know. I'm That's just saying, true. So but like late 60s, you. I don't think you would still be into him, but you might not find him as nasty. True. True. I don't think I find him as nasty. I think. I think what's deterring me more and making me towards the sea is just that they look like they wouldn't shower. Mm-hmm. And that concerns me. They look like they stink. Yeah. Yeah. They look like they smell and that they're like, oh, these are like natural odors juices Ooh. and like we're yeah, natural. And so, yeah. And that's just like my musk. Yeah. Mm-mm. Okay. So C. So C from me. Yeah. All right. So it's C. Full C. All right. Last one. Ooh. Okay. 
so well we have one we have our vlog squad can't forget about vlog squad yeah um, i thought of mentioning this one because i actually had a video recommended on youtube i haven't watched it yet but i saved it for later it's an hour-long documentary thing and it has like, a good amount of views and it, it's called like, the cult of the of david dobrik and oh, i saw that i didn't watch yeah. it but i, came I know up i have on my just, i haven't terrible. watched it and i really I know. I've only ever heard of Log Squad. Like I probably watched one of their videos once years ago to understand what the fuck people were talking about. I can see how like they would get to that conclusion. And I've heard from like other celebrities associated with them how they've been awful. But even then I don't know all of the intricacies of that group, which is why I want to watch that video eventually. But I if I could give this below an F, I would because I fucking hate them so much. Yeah. Yeah, they're actually Wait, like so the who, most annoying people on earth. Who's in it? It's David and Jason, and who's those are like the main two. Like everyone else, like switches up all the time. Oh, also that one girl. Um, what's her fucking name? Corinna. No. Corinna Kopf. She's in it. Also, and, like his like assistant or something. That's like his best friend. Oh yeah, that girl. Oh. Um, but also Trisha Paytas was in it like a while ago. That guy Brandon Cavillo, Cavillo, Cavillo. I don't know that guy who was dating a minor. Um, also oh. that guy Jeff yeah. Wittick, who has been in oh, a lot of shit yeah, with his is. eye, which is supposed to be David. And then the other guy that they called Jonah just because he is like bigger. And they reminded him, or he reminds him of Jonah Hill. Like that's not his name. Oh, that's not I his did not know name. that. <laughs> nice. Um, yeah. And then the other guy, Seth, who was sexually assaulted by Jason Nash, and then that other guy who has sexually assaulted multiple girls, and who was like involved in the thing with buying girls, underage girls, alcohol, and then assaulting one. So yeah, clearly a really good group of friends. <laughs> yeah, definitely an F. Definitely they really grow just together. from the fact that it's all, it's yeah, literally, it's literally just all loudmouth men. I love, exactly. oh God, yeah, I it's like love the worst type of people. The Bo Burnham song about how, I forget what it's called, but it's about like, it's basically about people like him or like Shane Dawson or like the Paul brothers where it's like. I never had to grow up like I'm still a kid, but you guys like pay to watch me do it. And like, it's like about <laughs> those type of people, how they just like act like children, even though they're adults. And like, that's why they get views yeah. because they're acting. I mean, so their whole, yeah, that's like literally their audience is children. Is children. It's yeah. just like that boyish, stupid humor that naturally, no. since it's boyish humor, ends up being offensive and like abusive and everything. Yeah. So it's just everything that's absolutely disgusting about men. Well, and is it's what like that group is it's yeah, like the middle school boy humor. It's not even like boyish yes. humor in the sense of like eight year old boys laughing at fart jokes because like that shit's funny. Like I'll laugh <laughs> at that. It's like twelve year old <laughs> boys who just figured out what sex is and like. Yeah, they like wrestle. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And make you feel like <laughs> shit. Ha, ha, like you're fat. Ha ha, it's so funny. My friend's fat. Like it's like, like you're so you're so gay. Yeah, it's just like yeah. The oh god, I hate middle school boys. I hate them. So it's just like toxic masculinity humor. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh my god, exactly. But yeah. like on like the the furthest extreme of like immaturity, you can yeah, get yeah. as an adult. So so yeah, F. F. Yeah, literally G. F tier. Would rather join any of these other cults before Vlog Squad. <laughs> Literally, what's the other one we ranked enough? The one in the beginning where we're like, where's the spice? We have a couple. So we have 
um, the family. That's the one without spice. And then also the Aum Shinrokyo oh, in, yeah. uh, in Japan and Flat Earthers. We have a lot of Fs up in here. <laughs> well, because we're just, just so good. Stupid. We would not join a yeah, cult. Yeah, true. Well, yeah, they are. They all are Those stupid. Yeah, exactly. Like, why? Being a cult is so much fucking work. You got to convince me of shit, and you're not doing it <laughs> for real. The only the only part I think that would suck me in is like if I lived in a commune and didn't have to work. I'd be like, okay, maybe I'll compromise. Right <laughs> I feel like always Depen- exactly we like grow that's flowers and fruit. Yeah, yeah. Like, We're all yeah. friends. Like the people on TikTok that post the videos of themselves at a commune, quote unquote, and they're definitely. Definitely not what it seems like it is. Yeah, <laughs> like in a bad way. I've never heard of that. Oh yeah, they they were literally trying to recruit people on TikTok. They're like, come to this address. We all live here at this commune. We're all pet- hanging out in this bus. And like, oh look, there some these people are making the meal tonight. Oh, these people are having a dance party in this room. Mm-hmm. They're like, wow, Y two K call. Yeah, it was like all young kids. They're like, oh. <laughs> Like, look, here's, like, the thrift bus where you guys can, like, exchange clothes. <laughs> the thrift bus. More like you just only have two items of clothing, so you have to share it with everybody. Yeah, otherwise <laughs> everyone like has thrift, to share. Yeah, as if, like, a thrift store, like, ships in cute clothes. Like, don't call it a thrift bus. I know. <laughs> That's a that, shared like, dresser. The Goodwill shipment just got it's here, just guys. Their, it's just their closet. <laughs> like, yeah, literally, it, it was. Yeah. Like, Ew. okay. Oh. Okay. Oh, is Nikki gone? <laughs> I guess so. Oh, she's back. Oh. Thank God. <laughs> I. It seems as though something's happening. Well, once again, something not so chill happened. <laughs> so we cannot all say goodbye together. So I'm going to say it for us. Um, but. Yeah, so you can listen to our podcast every other week now on Tuesdays on Apple Podcasts and Spotify as usual. So yeah, we'll see you in a couple of weeks. Bye.